This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, it's International Women's Day, of course, today. And uh, to mark that, we were joined in the studio. Not that we need any excuse, because she's very funny. And she loves her cricket. And it was day one of the first test, England versus West Indies. Felicity Ward was with us. Mm-hmm. Aussie comedian. Yeah, she does a, a podcast with Andy Zaltzman, of course. Oh, yeah, who yeah, does yeah. Test Match Special. Yeah. Really knows her cricket and she was loves great, Australia. She? And she bought three wickets with her as well, Paul, during, the, during the show. So you're here um, understanding she was for England's cricketing shortcomings. Uh, we spoke to various people, including a man whose um, wig slipped while he was at the Arsenal <laughs> yes. Watford game, but he's owned it, as yes. you'll discover. I was impressed with him. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we, we chatted about lots of different subjects and uh, Felicity uh, was with us and here's the best of it. <laughs> Six minutes past one. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Afternoon, Paul. You know I'm a keen listener to this show. Oh, yeah. As much as um, I'm allowed to be on it as well. I'm a huge mm. fan of it. And I just wanted to thank you and Andy uh, for last Friday's work when the sad news of Shane Warne broke. I know you were on air and you had mm. to you had to deal with it as, it as it arrived. And I'm sure you felt your own personal sadness at the same time as having to tell us all about it. And there's no one... I would rather have heard the news from the new and Andy. It felt like a comforting arm around the shoulder whilst it was all breaking. I just wanted to thank you for Very that. Very kind of you, Charlie. It was, it was uh, yeah, it was awful news, wasn't it? I think everybody was incredibly shocked and saddened by what happened. And uh, it's something we'll be chatting to Felicity Ward yeah. about later on. Felicity, uh, Australian, mm-hmm. uh, a huge fan, as, as all Australians are, of, of, of Shane Ward and Rod Marsh. It was a terrible 24 hours, yeah, really, for... For world cricket, and um, <clears throat> we will be um, looking uh, ahead to the first test a little bit later on this afternoon. So it's all over on Talksport Two. Their coverage is underway. The game starts at two. We'll bring you regular updates. We hope for a good performance by England. Matt Pryor is going to be joining us to uh, to chat about that. Um, yeah, was it the game last night? Yes, of course, Paul. And it is quite difficult. Um, look, I, I took. Well, I obviously took pleasure from the result. Once Did you the... start to feel sorry for Everton a well, no, few, a few goals is, in? Um, we'll, we'll be chatting uh, about Everton in a bit more detail uh, later on with uh, Dave Johnston from Falcon Blues TV, the 
podcaster. But um, I've got a bit of a soft spot for Everton. I've got mm. mates who are Evertonians and sort of late 80s, early 90s. Used to go to Liverpool a lot in that period. And I used to okay. go and watch Everton with my mate uh, and stand sort of on, on, as it was in the late 80s on Gladys Street and stuff. Yeah. And so I like, I've got a bit of a soft spot for Everton. And it was quite troubling to watch just how bad they were last night. Yeah. Really, as everybody's been saying, in the flesh, it was, I mean, you know, it's no way of dressing up. They're the worst team I've, apart from Tottenham at times, they're the worst team I've seen <laughs> at the lane th- this season. They're just wide open. They're not creating anything. You, can, you know, Calvert-Lewin isn't match sharp yet. You can clearly see that. Richarlison was off it. Yeah. Played this dangerously high line and you don't ever fancy him to get out of trouble in those situations. They've got a rick in them in a few different yeah. uh, positions. They've got to work their way through this quickly because they, they are in big trouble looking at the games that are coming up. I mean, a lot better at home, as Andy was saying yesterday. Away from home, it seems to be a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy. And this was after Tottenham did what they always do, which always frustrates us. You could argue that it's a, it's a very clever device and they're sizing the opposition up. But when a team come to your place and they're not, that confident we always have about 10-15 minutes where we let them have a lot of the ball mm-hmm. and we let them get comfortable and you're all starting to think um, why are we doing this why are we yeah. letting a team with no confidence suddenly get plenty of touches and plenty of ball but after that 15 minutes I think Tottenham realised they didn't have a great deal and we're yeah, getting they caught, I think Everton easily. caught I think Everton caught Spurs on a good night as well it was well, clicking like, you know, wasn't I've it got, I've got no idea I mean look the goals were brilliant and there were some brilliant individual performances Matt Doherty I don't know what happened to him last <laughs> night he was absolutely sensitive. since I mean, you slated him Paul no, look, you came in once and you said well I don't know where he is he's not turned up I'd this like season I'd like to think he would be self aware enough to say that he's not played particularly well since he's come but in under Conte in a slightly I mean a bit more like he did for Wolves where he spent most of his time in the opposition box yeah. as a player but his passing his weight of passing everything last night his yeah. movement around the pitch he seems to have got confidence um, and you know we're seeing I, I just wish some of that confidence would rub off, rub off on Ryan Sessegnon who unfortunately yeah. did his hamstring at half time but for a bloke that takes players on, he, he doesn't really seem to have a great deal of swagger about him. I just somebody needs to tell him that that he's a player and he should have a bit more confidence in himself. Because whenever he, when you see him run with the ball, he looks like he's always desperate to offload it. It's do you think that would come? Do you think that would come with being selected more, but being being a running? I mean, I know he's injured. Well, now, no, he's so been he won't get know, it, he's but... been playing games and he has been getting more confident. But even even now, even after a run of games, yeah, you know, I just I don't know. I don't ever quite believe that he thinks he's. He doesn't yeah. personally believe he's that good, and somebody needs to sort of remind him, really, because he was fantastic at, at Fulham and he showed yeah. glimpses of it at Tottenham. But anyway, we will talk Everton a little bit later on. We've got the game on Saturday, the Manchester United game, and who knows? I don't know if this is, you know, I've seen us. It's win. the tea time, and it's been, the tea time. Saturday, that's right, yeah, yeah it's, it's live on Talksport 5 30. So, you know, I've seen us beat City. Then be abject, beat Leeds, then be abject. So I haven't got a clue. Mm. I mean, on the basis of, of the pattern, we'll go and get cuffed at Old Trafford, but I'd like to think with this this was a bit of a turning point, but we'll see. Kane was at the yeah. middle of everything, Paul. He was, yeah, he was yeah, drop, yeah, dropping goal. deep and, yeah. and playing those passes he likes to play. He was up for, he seemed to be, there seemed to be three of them on the pitch. It's like that Man City performance has just sort of yeah. made him go, oh yeah, I remember. I remember how to play now. Yeah. <laughs> I remember what I, I mean, do. As I said, they were given an awful lot of room, time and room to mm. play in last night, which made it which made it easier for them. But look, I, I don't want to take away from the performance. It's great to win 5-0 at home, but let's see how we build on that. Uh, this weekend um, so uh, we are going to have a chat later on uh, with uh, Ashley Day he's an Arsenal fan and you may have seen uh, the, you may have seen a film of uh, basically a gust of wind catching uh, an Arsenal fan's 
syrup, as I believe it Let's was called. Let's call it a syrup. Let's call it what it is. In the London vernacular. And under his... And it just lifted up, like a bit of old carpet. <laughs> and it just lifted up there. But, you know, yeah. rather than... He's owned it as Ashley. He said, yeah, that's me. And uh, he's talked about it. He's been posting pictures of himself yeah. in his days with hair. Um, so, fair, that's one way to do it. He's fronting it out and he's fully prepared to come on today and tell us what it's like to go viral when you, when you're, yeah. uh, when your syrup gets a gust of wind under it. Not everyone can afford to go to Turkey and have it sewn back in. No, well, that's not, true. And not everyone wants to no, as well. Not you know. Everybody wants to. A little bit of copy decks on that. So uh, we'll be chatting to him. Um, we're interested to know about your, maybe, I mean, look, it's not that Ashley is particularly embarrassed to the no. point where we'll come on national radio and talk about it, but if you've had um, embarrassing moments at the match, um, do let us know this afternoon if it's a bit of a cringer. Get them out of your system. Talksport.com forward slash H&J. Text to 81089. Yeah. Tweet to TS. H and J, T S H A N D J. Mine I've touched on before. I tried it years and years ago when you, in the sort of late eighties, running into Tottenham Stadium. They used to give away this Tottenham News newspaper, and they would bind them up in that sort of plastic binding they put newspapers in. I ran in, uh, managed to get both my feet in a bit of the binding like a bolus, and it took me down, ripped my jeans, blood running through the jeans, people shouting at me. Penalty! You know, <laughs> not a lot of sympathy. All He's the skin dived. all the skin off my hands. Oh, so people saying that was definitely a dive, mate. <laughs> so I get up there, you know, claret yeah. everywhere. Not very pleasant. So quite embarrassing yeah. when you stack it in front of about 5,000 people all standing there having a pint. Uh, are you a singer, Paul? I can't imagine you're much of a singer with the crowd. Do you get involved in the, all the songs when mm. the, the songs yeah, now come again, up? I now and again, I get drawn into it. Because yeah. there's nothing I worse gave, than... I gave it a bit of the Daily Alley song last night. Oh, nice. Safe in the knowledge that we'd won the points. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Might, might not have been quite so magnanimous if it was one all when he came on. It's if you're a big mouth like me and you get involved in all the songs. Yeah, I can all, imagine you do. Always. Every song. <laughs> it's always embarrassing when you go into it the next bit of the song and no one else do you try and get songs going do you try I've and start never got song? one song going you've never I've I don't been, mean a new song I mean just an old song but just to be the first one get, there's always give us a tea and you've yeah. got to hope that someone else gives you a tea I've been there I was at Barnet Away once and someone sh- got into give us yeah. a tea and they spelt talky wrong yeah do you know they I mean? got to the Q and the U <laughs> Don't you and the A and they went Q wrong. they went Q no, hang on A no it's U it's U, like U. <laughs> sorry can you go back on that uh, as an entertainer I would imagine there's times when you go they go give us a tea and only a couple of people go tea saying no come on that's not good enough let's do that again <laughs> no, like you're no. on stage I've never tried it so a big round of applause for you never tried that okay. never tried it embarrassing moments in any way uh, at the match um, N wonders uh, uh, Ammonia versus Ajax is it known as the cleaning product derby <laughs> it's apropos of nothing really um, nice. this is of course uh, Neil Lennon good luck to Neil we, we saw him up yeah. in um, Edinburgh the other week and uh, nice lad and I hope it works out for him over yeah. there just heard him on Jim's show so good luck to Neil I know he listens to the show and uh, we hope it all works out for him over at uh, in his new it's job I've been to football in Cyprus it's uh, good. pretty bonkers yeah it's well, good yeah. fun he'll have fun there anyway we're used be. to it with the Scottish derbies yeah of course the big old firm derby the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. The dawn of a new era. Yes. Lee's there, off the mark for. We'll go back to him throughout the afternoon on the way to his double century on debut. Well, the way it goes, though, that might be the last we ever see of him. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure. The end of that. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, willing England on to victory is our next guest. Comedian, <laughs> cricket fan, Australian, not necessarily in that order. Uh, Felicity Ward. Good afternoon, Felicity. Good afternoon. How are you? Good, That's my, thank you. I don't know why I always go into radio voice. Yeah, I don't speak suddenly, that low. You did suddenly. Like you, you got a voiceover. Yeah, hi. All right. You're listening to Talk Sport. This is Felicity Ward. That's good. It's very That's good. nice. It's quite late. Ball. It's quite late night. It yeah. is a bit too late night. So tell me where you're calling from. <laughs> Who's your loved ones? <laughs> Have you been, you've done a bit of late night radio? You slip right into that. Easy, Paul. Yeah, it, I, is. Uh, <laughs> well, it is. Honestly, I'm glad you said radio all, at the end of that. It's all smoking. <laughs> you've done some chat lines, haven't you, Felicity? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, England cricket. Are you a big fan? Uh, look, I'm uh, as I get older and older, I've become uh, more and more curmudgeonly about what I watch, and mm. so it's I've basically narrowed it down to the ashes. When I was a kid, yes. it was just like any kind of cricket I would watch, and then you know, of course, there was my dad was Australian, it still is, yeah. and uh, <laughs> from what I know, I don't think there's been a citizenship change in the last couple of weeks. Um, but uh, he was like, "Oh, test the only game." Of course, he'd watch every one day. Yeah. When Big Bash came out, I was like, God, I don't know about this, guys. And um, and now I'm, I've very much turned into my dad. Mm. Just love it, love, mm. love and ashes. Having said that, put mm. me in front of any game and I'll watch it. I'll complain about it, but I'll watch it. It yeah. all ticks different boxes, doesn't it? You know, uh, the, yeah. a test match is like listening to a great album on on vinyl, isn't it? And like, <laughs> I wonder uh, where you are. Uh, you can have like a long relationship. <laughs> a test match is like a marriage. Yeah. Whereas the big yeah. bash is well, yeah, let's not go into that. No, yeah. a, a, you know, a fifty over game is like a, a worn out format, like a CD single. I was gonna, yeah. well, gonna, I was going to say is it's actually more like War of the Worlds on audio book. Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> but the cassette tapes where you need to change, you get a book of eight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the hundred is like a ringtone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a TikTok. It, 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 basically, it basically is. Yeah. That's what I thought when I was watching Test mm. Cricket. I'm like, 
can I get this shorter but also with fireworks and cheerleaders? And you're not going to believe it. <laughs> oh, you can't. Look, it just it sort of depends. I like it all. I mean, it was like the 100. People said, oh, I'm not going to watch the 100. Why not? It's cricket. If you like yeah. cricket, you'll watch it. When you're It's like got a ball else. and a bat and you hit it heaps, yeah. hopefully. And they can tweak it as much as they like. They can dress it up cosmetically. But if you like cricket, you'll watch that and you'll watch test matches and you'll watch it all. It yeah. doesn't really make a lot of and difference. And it's about creating new audiences because, uh, you know, it's, it's a little bit different over here. Um, sort of the the cultural impact that cricket has is different in the UK as it is in Australia. Australia, it's more like football where mm. everyone watches um, cricket okay. in Australia and everyone plays it and it seems um, like it's it's very much attached to a different class over here. Yeah. Uh, or it is, it, it's, you know, I don't want to be that person but be it seems like it's it feels like it's more of a posh person's game yeah. over mm-hmm. here or that you need to have money to be involved in the game at, at a, a a lower level or a yeah. younger level and that's really not the case in Australia where cricket I mean, we've all seen the no- neighbours opening credits. Yeah, we're well, playing it in get, the culture. Catch it while you can. <laughs> you know, really? I know. That's uh, right. Rest in peace. Yes, that's <laughs> right. When I went over to see some mates and I was a while back, and none of them watched. Actually, their youngest daughter did. But generally, they were a bit dismissive of it. Which, which I mean, we're talking neighbours, not cricket. I'm talking neighbours. Oh, neighbours hasn't been on a commercial network for like a decade, oh, and right. the rumour that I keep pay per view in Australia. Well, then? no, I heard this <laughs> about late, ten late years ago. Videos on under the yeah. counter. <laughs> in a brown paper bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one's got Joe Mangle in it. <laughs> Keep your eye out for Bouncer. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's, yeah, it, uh, I heard a decade ago that the only reason it gets made is for the British market. Right. Now, that could be a massive lie, but I've told a lot of people, so let's keep sure. assume that it's the truth. Were you shocked when you came to the UK at, at that difference in in cricket being different social strata for, for, for sports. Yeah, I couldn't understand it because we just don't, we we have a class system in Australia, as in we don't have any. No, I'm just joking. Oh. Um, <laughs> I mean, not a good joke, but definitely something mm. that falls It had the rhythm of one. It did. sounded like <laughs> Charlie Baker, always there to point out my flaws. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it, 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 I wasn't really aware of it until, I didn't really know about the class system over here until... You like a year into it and you sort of hear people talking about it and then you start to understand it and then you start to see it and you're like, no, this country hates poor people. Um, <laughs> that's what I've picked up anyway in the, in the nine years that I've lived here. Um, but, yeah, it's it, it, like we play it on Christmas Day, you play it in the backyard, mm. girls play it, boys play it. It's not like that's the other thing that we would play it. I went to a co-ed high school and we'd all play it like um, for sport for the first couple of years or whatever before you got to elect the sport that you played. Mm-hmm. So to hear over here that it, my understanding is that it's very gendered and, uh, you know, that girls just don't play it as a rule. Is that a fair thing to say? I don't know. I think it's hmm. mixed to a certain age group and then it does change. We're going to have a chat with Claire Connor. Actually, she's coming yeah. up who's uh, president of the MCC in charge of women's cricket uh, as well. Oh, and was an, was an all-rounder. We'll be chatting to her, but uh, it is an international women's day and there's part of that there was a, a survey commissioned by women in sport who they discovered that a million teenage girls who once thought of themselves as sporty lost interest in physical activity after primary school i mean i don't know if that's a particularly british thing it probably isn't i mean is it the same in australia do you think or is it i mean the things like climate etc make it a sportier nation i suppose it makes us a sportier nation i mean the the way we show up in sport given our tiny population is pretty I would say indicative of that. Mm. Um, 
I was, it depends, I was reading that article too and uh, it depends what you define as sport because I played netball when I was 11 and 12. Mm-hmm. Were we Brisbane Bay girls? Were we the champions? Yes. I don't need, you don't need to bring <laughs> that course, up. It's not course. worth we going into. that anyway. You didn't need to say yeah. it. I mean, you look at me and you're like, obvious wing attack. That's my, <laughs> that's actually my gift. If yeah. anyone says that they used to play netball, I can pick there, I can pick where they were. Oh, right. Any position. Time. I'm very yeah. nice. So you look at, you can look at anybody and and, and, and say what position they yeah, played when like they played netball. Charlie's got wing defence energy. This, yeah. This, yeah. Paul's got very much goal attack, I would say. What do you think? So? I, I reckon know. goalkeeper. Oh, okay. Yeah, goalkeeper, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think you've got a def, I think you've both got defensive energy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that could be that it's International Women's Day. Yeah, yeah. it's along those lines. We've, we've got a we've got a review for potential oh, LBW of uh, Alex <laughs> oh, Lee's. Uh, forget what I said about a double century, the yeah. dawn oh, of a no. new era. I mean, look, they're they're having a look of it, uh, and yeah, and we'll uh, plum. No, it's, it's a bit high. What do you? The, the subtitles oh. are in the way at the moment. Yeah, I can't they really see. Are. What do we are. think? Uh, yeah, Felicity, commentary. Exactly. I just you calling it Felicity? What do you think? I, don't, I mean, we're not getting the full screen here. No, I'd say we've got subtitles on it. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, look, let's bit. head back to John Norman. Uh, John, I'm, I'm saying a little bit high, but I'm just clutching at straws maybe. What do you think? Hello, John? He's not there. He's at a dance party. Yeah, yeah. I think he is. Yeah, I think he's... he's Hello, John. Shot. Joe Root's going to be in the back. Hey, guys, are you there? Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm yes, here. Yes, I'm not sure. I've, I don't think I pressed anything. Uh, okay. We're just about to find out, actually. 12 for 1, uh, the umpire's finger's gone out. I don't know if Height's going to save Alex Lease on debut. Um... Uh, has he hit this as it's gone past oh. the bat? No, it's definitely no, going to be uh, pad first. No, yeah, it's so it's uh, it's the only thing I think that's going to save him is if it's outside the line. Right. But unfortunately, because the on-field decision is out, it's got to be properly outside the line. You can't have any part of that ball uh, inside. Otherwise, it's going to be umpire's call. So uh, we're waiting a little bit of an age. It's clearly hitting pad before bat. Now we're going to be going up and it is impact on umpire's call. You can hear the excitement from somebody in the studio that oh, yeah. uh, the English uh, batter has been dismissed. Oh, yeah. And the cheers. So uh, Alex Lees has got to go. He's been LBW, bold Kamaroch 4-4. And England lose their first wicket, 12 for 1. Nice. Remind, Thank you, you, remind, you, remind you of Christmas at all, Felicity? Yeah, I was going to say that four's actually a pretty good score for an English opener. <laughs> it's always great watching uh, England play cricket with an Australian, isn't it? Yeah. It's, always, oh. it's always a joy. Though I'm I'm not one of those Australians. I don't like rubbing it in. I like good cricket. That's what I like. Yeah. I Go mean, on, say that without your fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on a, I, look, there is another comic who I I. I won't mention names, but I spoke to him after one of the um, one of the the Ashes tests, and he we are like good mates. I've never seen him be anything but friendly, and he was surly to me. Wow, like oh he no. was upset. He was very upset, oh. and I was like, I'm. I said it sounds like this. I said this is really tough for you. Like I, <laughs> but I wasn't being sarcastic. Yeah. Um, and he was like, Oh yeah, did you do you feel sorry for us? I was like, Uh oh. This is going somewhere I don't know how to get out of. Are we in a relationship? Have I cheated on you? What's happening? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Paul Hawksby, Charlie Baker here on TalkSport. Comedian Felicity Warren with us in the studio as well. And I think sometimes there's kind of live sport on when you guys are on stage. And it must be quite difficult to concentrate Mm -hmm. because you want to keep an eye on the score, doesn't matter what sport it is, but you're doing your thing. Yeah. And uh, do do you try, I mean, have you done that with talkie games? Have you done that before? Very much so. 
Liverpool, but you're working in 20 minute slots a lot of the time. Okay. So you can sort of con- you can sort of concentrate. It's if you're comparing is the worst right. thing, and you're having to. But I mean, just wait goes into the other penalty shootout just as you start yeah, your you 20 minutes. On, yeah. Well, I know of West End musicals where people will bring on little screens sort of dying on the barricades you know during Les Mis or something and, and they're, they're watching the and game. they'll be watching the penalty shoot I've heard I know that goes wow. on all the time or people will pass around little bits of paper with the score on as it's happening you know yeah have you, have you experienced that at all for listening over the years I think no no one's passed me a score yeah um <laughs> No, I'm I'm sure that I've had my phone on the side uh yeah. side stage. Waiting for updates. Waiting for updates. Yeah. And of course with time zones, that usually works of out course, well. Yeah. Mm. Well Thank this you. happened last night to uh, Matt Ford. Uh, his team Forest were in the, the FA Cup they've been going rather well. They took on an inform Huddersfield at their place yeah. and were victorious two uh, one. Uh but the thing was uh, he was chatting at um Neil Kinnock at the same time, <laughs> I believe. How did he well, come? Right. He joins us now. Good afternoon, Matt. Good afternoon. Yeah, oh. so uh, that's basically it, wasn't it? You were trying to do, trying to do, keep an eye. Did you have a little screen by your feet? Well, you know, so I went on in the first half, and, and um, I, I watched a bit of the game first, um, and, and went on and said, "Look, obviously, the big tonight is that Forest are losing one 0 at Huddersfield." And then towards the end of the first half, just before we went to an interval, some guy shouts. It's 2-1. <laughs> <laughs> which, which was, you know, I wasn't so much disappointed that I'd been told the score. This guy had obviously been on his phone throughout the whole first half. <laughs> it, was, it was more reflective of the quality of the show I was putting on. Yeah. Um, but obviously, I mean, if you'd have told me that I'd be toasting Forrest getting to the FA Cup quarterfinal for the first time since 1996 by drinking whiskey with Neil Kinnock... Um, <laughs> Well, I'd have probably believed you, but I've yeah. still been surprised. <laughs> when people know your football allegiances and they come to see you, it's good because they will do. Th- there was a great uh, Frank Skinner when he was in art in the West End. Oh yeah, he would get West Brom. I said, "Did you get West Brom fans turning up to the show?" Yeah, and he said, "Yeah, quite often." And he'd see like the West Brom fans in the audience for this West End show. <laughs> and there's a bit in the show where Frank's character does this kind of it's about a stream of consciousness, like two minute speech. You've seen it, have you? Yeah. And have you seen it before, Felicity? I haven't. Art? And yeah, it's like two minutes, and it's very. Sort a mad, neurotic, fast-paced, and it normally gets a round of applause. Uh, and um, so it did that night. And you just heard this voice go, "Go on, Frank!" <laughs> <laughs> Broke in the West Brom shirt, a bit of West End. So that's always a joy when, when bringing that's, sport to theatre. That's, that's what lovely you stuff. Yeah. So um, Liverpool at home, Matt. Well, you know what? Obviously, the problem is once you get this far, particularly as Forest, obviously we've knocked out a couple of Premier League teams now. There is part of you that thinks it'd be nice to have a slightly easier route to the final. <laughs> um, because obviously we're in the last eight, which is just insane, really, yeah. given how our season started and, and given what our last 20-odd years has been like. Mm. So I think it's more that it feels like a real treat that this season, as well as having beaten Arsenal and Leicester at home, we do get to play Liverpool at the City Ground again, which obviously for a particular generation was yeah. always a massive game. And it does, you know what, actually, there is a part of it where I was saying to my girlfriend this morning, oh my God, I can't believe Mo Salah's going to play at the City Ground. Mm. You know, it's all simultaneously shows you how well Forrest have done, but at the same time, the fact that we're grateful that Jurgen Klopp will have visited our stadium, <laughs> or maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but you know what I mean? It's kind of a reminder that um, until we're back in the big time, games like this are a massive treat. Yeah. yeah. Well, have you checked your diary? Do you know what you've got in on the on the night or day of the match Are you, have you got your ticket sorted out Matt I haven't got my ticket sorted yet so it's Sunday the 20th I think isn't Ooh. it is that right yeah I think so this, oh, yeah, the, 
I don't know. I've got a gig the following night with the chair of the Foreign Affairs Select Committee, Tom Sugardart. So uh, if, it, if it gets moved to that, and I'm yeah. to constantly find out how Forest is in the FA Cup with various different politicians, um, then you know I'd rather obviously be at the game. So hopefully, if it stays on Sunday, I'll be able to go. Yeah, Sunday is Sunday six o'clock on the twentieth. Felicity, you, you've you, you're contemplating uh, getting to football matches, aren't you? You're moving to an area where there's a bit a bit of glory hunting going. Not far from Boreham Wood, you've had a good yeah. cup run, sadly out of it now. Not sure you get a ticket, but try it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next season, next season, yeah. mate. Yeah. Boreham Wood. I'll be there front row. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Probably. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Forty. How did it go with Neil Kinnock? Was it? Uh, what did you cover? Absolutely everything. You know what. I've had so many messages to those people there last night. It is one of the most emotional nights I've ever had. He is an incredible guy and he's still all there. And he's obviously blessed with that unique vocabulary and energy, but there's so much emotion to him. And, and you know, a lot of the nights are really raucous. He was really funny. He's got he's still as sharp and fast-witted as he ever was. Um, but there was this amazing bit at the end of the night where this... This guy to take questions from the audience. This guy just said, you know, I want to thank you because I was a really left-wing socialist and I went on a journey with you and you showed me how important it is for Labour to win. And Kinnock basically you know, became very emotional and we all became really emotional with him. So it ended in this kind of, you know, um, quite very, very, very sweet way, but a very kind of tearful, emotional mm. end. Which, it's not often that my gigs end with people crying. Um, Mine do. (laughs) (laughs) And then I want a refund. (laughs) Kicked out for laughing. Um, This would be good news. This is good news for you, Fordy. Here we go. Andy Andy Jacobs said yesterday, 30 for three. And I said, come on, be a bit more optimistic. Uh, Let's head back to John Norman. Uh, John. What a lead. This is there. She's, she's trying laughing. not she's to giggling. laugh. No, she's biting her lip and laughing. At least she's suppressing the laugh. All I can think of is, do you think the music's making it worse <laughs> or better? I think it is. I think it is. I'll tell you what, what the mur- soccer, is it soccer yeah, in the could, background? Yeah, yeah. I could murder a rum punch. I don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting me right in the mood. Maybe but that's what's happened before the game. Didn't even make 30 for three, Andy. Oh, yeah, 27 oh, for three. That's a bad lead. Skipper's gone. You are witnessing a test like a rebirth of Spinal Tap. Derek Smalls, he wrote this. This is our test reboot, there ladies and gentlemen. Forty's still the there. How do you feel about that, Forty? Jimmy's round Broadie's house, or Broadie's round Jimmy's house. They've got a couple oh, of cans on. This, they've got they? a couple yeah. of cans on, and they're enjoying it oh, more than Felicity yes. is, which is saying something. <laughs> They've actually bought the CD. They love that yeah. music. <laughs> yeah. So, um, have you got more of these, uh, more of your shows coming up? Have you, uh, when's, you just tell us, Tom Tugendhat's uh, uh, next. Is, is that right, Matt? Yes, so it's every fortnight at the Duchess Theatre in London, and, and I tend to interview politicians, uh, and I've got some amazing guests coming up, including Tom Tugendhat and James Cleverley and Rosie Duffield and David Davis. But on the 13th of June, mm. 
Gary Neville is coming on the show. Oh, interesting. Okay, a man with a foot in both camps, really. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly, yes. So um, I'm really excited about that because I'm a massive fan of his footballing-wise. And obviously, he's just joined the Labour Party. So yeah. um, maybe there'll be an exclusive. You know, is he going to announce that he's going to run to be the mayor of Manchester? Yeah, and then yeah. Steve Cooper on the eve of the FA Cup final. <laughs> yeah. Get him on the Friday <laughs> night live. That'll be good. Yeah, yeah, Steve yeah. Chettle, I thought you were going to say. Not to be, yeah, well, why not Steve Chettle? He can come along as well. Uh, Cheers, Matt. All the best. We'll catch up with you soon. Cheers, fellas. Cheers, Fordy. There we are, this Matt Ford, their comedian and Nottingham Forest fan. Very happy man. Said cheers, fellas, and didn't say invite yeah, to you. Right. Happy International, International, International Women's, Women's Day, mate. Just ignored. Right, yeah. Just to tell you, the listeners, I am eating a biscuit live on air, and that's because it's International <laughs> Women's Day, <laughs> yeah. and I make my own rules. You can, <laughs> do, what, you can do what you like. I'll tell you well, what I love about this cricket lineup. Mm. Absolute favourite. You know who's playing? Stokes, Wokes and Folks absolutely okay. love nice. it. If you, have a slip, it. if you have a slip, trip or fall at work. <laughs> <laughs> I got £500 courtesy of Stokes, Wokes and Folks. Stokes, oh, they Wokes sound like um, hobbits to me. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, anyway, like what England. was that leave? Then I've just seen the replay again. Yeah. Just looks at it onto his stump. Oh, it's gosh. It's, well, it's worse having Shots the mirror won't. of Felicity Wardy. Shots they won't be. So no, just mirror my emotion. No, I'm disappointed. I'm not enjoying this. I do not like... Like, this is disgraceful cricket. <laughs> this is disgraceful. Not it, not no one enjoys it, this. Not making it any better. Well, I could um, be laughing like having, at you. It's like over. having Andy here. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. You may have seen pictures on social media of an Arsenal fan um, post-celebration of uh, Arsenal taking the lead uh, against Watford. Uh, one of his so-called friends took a snap, I think, uh, from behind him. And, uh, yeah, he was wearing a hairpiece. He was. And uh, in the mayhem of the goal, in the maelstrom of the goal, um, I don't know if someone had roughed his uh, hair, but it lifted. I think you've seen the picture, haven't you, Felicity? Now you've like seen... when a dog's ear folds back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's an incredibly good Perfect. description. Perfect. And, Hard uh, to look at, cannot look away. And it's and it's kind of turned into a sort of Mohican, but with a bit of a Hessian yeah. back to it. Um, I'm not here to judge Paul. No, I've, you're not. You know, all I've got in my life is a, uh, currently a full head of hair. Yeah, and that's all I've got physically. Luscious. All I've got physically going for me. You know, you've got, you've got your full head of hair. Both of you have yeah. lovely hair. So I'm yeah, not here yeah. to judge at all. And I don't know what choices I'd make. Yep. So I am not judging this man at all. If it makes him feel good, he can yeah. do what he likes. See, but when things like this happen, there's two ways of, of dealing with it. It's to kind of hope it goes away or there's to own it. And that's what Ashley Day, who's the man in question, has done. And uh, he joins us now. Ashley, good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon. How are you keeping your eyes? Yeah, yeah we're good, well, Ashley. Ashley. Yeah. Is, is that pretty much what happened? Was the, was, was the, the hair ruffled in, in the, the goal celebration and that that's why this uh, occurred? Well, I'm a master of my own demise. Uh, basically, I woke up on the Sunday morning and what you have to do with these hair systems is like maintain them. Mm. I look after them, but I woke up I went a little bit later. I thought, you know what? It's only the back of the head. No one will notice. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest is history. So it was you didn't you didn't re glue. You thought should you have should you have applied a, a, another coat and yeah, you didn't. Give you like a special bonding glue, and you know what? I thought, mm. you know what? I just I just push it down and hope for the best. <laughs> You know what, Ashley? I've been caught out with sun cream for for very similar reasons. They say reapply after four hours, and I've I've gone out without, and I've come back with sunburn. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's there we are. The funny thing is, my friend James McKenna, hmm. he he tagged me in the original post, and it only had like a thousand likes on it. Yeah, I only that post up at ten past four. 
Uh, this was all past six, so I thought, oh, I'll own it. There's no big deal, I'll own this, I'll laugh it off. And then I woke up on um, Monday morning mm. to over 60,000 notifications on my phone. Social media is an, an amazing Wonderful thing, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't and are you going to double down, Ash? Are you going to keep doing it, Ashley? Are you going to uh, become the wig guy? Are you going to look for some sort of ad to, you know, some people to perhaps provide you with wigs, do all those sorts of things? Half well, weeks. I've taken screenshots of all the hatred on there. Yeah. I'm going to start some company and claim emotional damage. Yeah. I love the way you've owned it. It's a fantastic I thing. I think that, yeah. that you've, you've approached it in the right way. I mean, have, have, have any with with that sort of notoriety maybe come some commercial offers? I mean, back in the day, yeah. you would have appeared on Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah, that's not it, anymore. Yeah. I'm more popular than member celebrities that go on Big Brother. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. But I mean, it may I'd be... vote for you. Would no, you? Would you what consider? Would you consider a weave? Would you consider something more permanent if the maybe the good people at the Advanced Hair Studio, oh, yeah, for yes. example, were to approach you? Nothing mentioned, nothing gained. I'm open to all offers. Absolutely. Wow. And then you haven't I got to worry this. about glue. I mean, we can see the ads. Don't get caught without your second bonding. That's, 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 that's true. You could see it says Ashley, and he's uh, yeah. Don't be like me. That would yeah. be yeah. It would be the name's Bonding. Yes, yeah, second Ashley. Bonding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the club reached out at all. I don't know if, if mm. you know, nobody from the club has. I take it no. No, no one from the club. <clears throat> but listen, classic Arsenal. <laughs> with regards to a football club, it's a fantastic football club with brilliant supporters. Mm. And, and you don't go to over a thousand matches like I've been without mm. being able to take your banter. No, yeah, yeah, no, I think that's uh, that's fair enough. So look, we yeah, we do salute you for you uh, are an example, Ash, to uh, to <clears throat> all men for, of just be confident in whatever you choose to do, yeah. absolutely, and own it. Yeah. I, I'm I'm very I'm very impressed. It's lovely to talk to you. Yeah, we're good to talk to you, Ashley. All the best. Thanks very much. All the best to take care of, keep on doing the good work. It's cracking. Thank you very much. Cheers, Thanks, Ashley. Ash. There we are. Ashley, they Arsenal fan, nice Arsenal guy. regular. And uh, also, a very good colour match <clears> on <throat> the week. Oh, really? Yeah. If you look at the side at the top, you're like, oh, I, I would never have picked. Mm. Right. I mean, until it flapped up. Yeah, I did pick that bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you cover <laughs> half the shot, then wouldn't have picked. I, I worked many years ago with a, as a writer for a, a famous wig-wearing comedian. Oh, yeah. And uh, I would occasionally sort of stand over his shoulder while he was reading the script, and I'd be mesmerised by, by the syrup because yeah. I believe that he had a kind of... In the winter, he had a kind of hessian, but quite heavyweight one, and I yeah. think he had a more lightweight one for oh, the, for right. the summer months. And but, I, I could see the they look reasons. they look very similar, but I think they yeah they could breathability like a weight of suit or a denier of yeah tight. like wearing like Indeed. is it a safari suit equivalent uh, that he would wear in the summer? But, well, uh, yeah. I'm not making fun, but I imagine that gets very chilly being bald. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, that's true. I mean, yeah, it's. Uh, it's difficult. It's, yeah. <laughs> this is a country where you spend not that much time outside, so you really got to find where do you want to sweat because I wonder if the sweat sweats off the glue. The bond, the double yeah, bond. The it. double that's bonding. Yeah, I mean, Arsenal, it, when, when it went back to 3-2, I'm surprised it didn't com- completely slip off his yeah. head because uh, he would have had a bit of a dab on it. It's Rob Holden, isn't it? Rob Holden, the, uh, the uh, defender. Hasn't he had the had the old the old turkey route? I think well, I'm look, not saying no, that he okay. might not have. I, I, I wouldn't be putting that out there. We have no. Not, I don't have know. No, I have no. You're an absolute gossip, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, you're just putting stuff you're out a there. Filthy we don't know. gossip. We don't. This is Charlie Baker. If, if Rob's listening. Um, so, uh, International Women's Day, Phyllis. It's been yeah. lovely to see you. And could you have thought of a better way of doing it than watching England, uh, the opening yeah. as an international woman, collapse as an international in a, in, woman, collapse in a Test match? I mean, oh. with two. 
poms. I mean, is there any better way of, <laughs> no. of spending an hour? I've told you, it's it's an insult to the game. I don't want to watch this. I want to watch people thrive. I want to watch battles of the greats, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the, the, it's been a while. Where can we yeah. see you uh, in action? Yeah. I think I'm at, look, most people would go to my website, which is felicityward.com. The problem is haven't updated it for, oh, I'm going to say a year. Right. Um, it's <laughs> been, you know, pandemic's been hard for everyone. Uh, I think I'm at Bush Hall next Friday Ooh, nice. in London, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, I have, I've got a podcast that I'm starting that will be coming out, I think, at the end of the month called Turning Point, and right. it's uh, it's not a funny one. Oh, okay. No. It's, Avoid that. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Start getting all serious on us. Wow, we, yeah. really? Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> You're such a turd. Yeah. <laughs> Can you say that? Can well, you, you said it. I you just, just said it. it. I'm, not, I'm not in the mood for dumping it, so <laughs> carry on. It's about the time somebody said it to him. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Oh no! If you if you follow me on Instagram or Twitter or any of those, I tell people what where, what I'm doing. Oh, I'm on um I'm on House of Games all this week. Oh, oh brilliant! Yes. Yes. How are you getting on? Uh, well, I won last night. Oh, well, oh okay. okay. So you're not good. allowed to say, are you? Because you know, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Brilliant. Um, we have filmed them all, but yeah. uh, it is, if nothing else, I wear fabulous outfits. What did you take from the Osmond catalogue of did, goodies last night? Last night, last yeah, night, last night, night I, I, I mean. took a toolbox. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was. It's a good toolbox too. Mm. It's heavy. Ah. Yeah. Is that good in a toolbox? Wait. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Well, yeah, well, you don't want to blow away. You don't want a cardboard yeah. toolbox, do you? No. Like use the cardboard toolbox. <laughs> it's Charlie DIY <laughs> Baker yeah. coming to you. As useful as a cardboard toolbox. What's a hammer? Yeah. Says Charlie. Felicity, lovely to see you. Brilliant. Absolutely lovely to see you. Enjoyed your company this afternoon, uh, apart from the cricket. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, Hawksby, Charlie Baker here on Talk Sports. Oh. 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 Perfect. If you can call it that oh, timing, timing, we're just man. about to return to John Norman, and oh, I was about oh. to say Dan Lawrence oh. getting his eye in. This is looking good. Stokes backing him up at the other end. Uh, yeah, there's been another wicket, John. Yeah, yeah. No laughs or, su- or uh, surprises here <laughs> at uh, North Sound, where Dan Lawrence has been caught. Jason Holder. Uh, former captain. He was a captain three years ago and uh, starred really with both bat and ball. Batted uh, an entire day in Barbados. I can't see either of these sides batting a whole day in this series. But Dan Lawrence, who usually, once he gets past those first 20 deliveries, you know, he's uh, he's an aggressive batsman He's um, and he's he, he, he sticks around as well. He's not stuck around here. Uh, he's been caught well by a second slip. Thick outside edge with a batsman on the drive. And uh, England have lost their fourth wicket. Uh, it's been West Indies morning after Joe Root decided to bat first. Uh, when you crossed to me around the teams in the toss, I did say that Steve Harmison on commentary on TalkSport 2 said, this is the kind of toss you want to lose, to be honest with you. And uh, I think Joe Root may be feeling that uh, he wish he had done. Those cheers you hear, by the way, are for Johnny Bairstow. He's walking to the crease uh, as uh, England's at number six bat. He, of course, scored a century against the Aussies uh, a few months ago or a couple of months ago. Um, England, boy, they need him now. Uh, ben Stokes is there, one from 24. Mm. And obviously, Bairstow yet to get off the mark. But England have lost that fourth wicket and the wickets have been shared around. Uh, England are 48 for four. Don't want to tempt fake, Gemma. These two have often got us out of trouble before uh, together. Oh, they they that's, had that's a lot. Oh, I shouldn't. Yeah, well have, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have even said it. But but look, when they the two of them 
working in tandem can be very effective. So let's be a bit more optimistic. Yeah, here. yeah, absolutely. Look, they shared a, a famous partnership mm. back in 2016 in, in South Africa, but that pitch was a flat one, you know, ended up being a draw. Um, 150, that was uh, Bearsos made in Test Century, actually. Stokes hit a double century. So, yeah, look, they've, they've got uh, previous. One thing I will say is that you know, they are natural. Both of them are naturally aggressive batsmen. I know mm. that Stokes taken an ace to get going, really, but it's going to get to a point. They're going to have to start getting on top of the West Indies bowlers and hopefully after the 20 over stage, the ball starts to do a little bit less. But, you know, it's, uh, it's looking a little bit desperate despite, uh, you know, good support for England in Antigua. Mm. The numbers at Barmy Army are saying they're going to be bringing over. Ridiculous, by the way. Uh, England 48 for four. Thanks, John. John Norman keeping us in touch with that live and exclusive over on... Talk sport too as we speak the whole tour, but yeah, tough old uh, first day for England, 48 for yeah. four. Well, Stokes is one off 24 balls, so yeah. maybe he'll start to tee off already, Paul. Well, like, 48 yeah, for they, four. As John was saying, it's a balance, but you know, they've got to try and get us to 100. <laughs> uh, yeah, test reboot. Um, anyway, uh, we spoke to Martin Lipton uh, around 10 minutes ago from The Sun, the chief sports reporter. Quite a lot of background noise. We don't know where he was coming from. It no. might have been a laundrette. I don't know. Maybe Something he got like in there to, to do his big so, service. Uh, what? A computer from the 80s, it yeah, sounded like. There was some background noise. We had an, an infamous conversation with Martin where there was a, <laughs> a very specific uh, bit of background noise that, uh, well, I'm afraid we did get a bit of a fit of the giggles. So if you haven't heard it before, if you have, it's, uh, it's an old favourite. If you haven't, uh, enjoy for the first time. Yeah, I recognise there's there's lots of serious opposition. Basically, he got ambushed by not just UEFA and South America, but also Asia. And that was one of the... the, the... <laughs> Here we I've are. not heard it in a while. It's it's Paul. it's like a clown's car, isn't it's it? It's lovely. Really? It, the timing on it is yeah. just... <laughs> yeah, it's very good, isn't it? Yeah, it's beautiful. Like the doors have all fallen off, you know. Yes. Loads of firemen get out. Somebody playing Oh When the Saints on a Soprano sax. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, a bit of sad news There's been yeah, a couple of sad stories in the world really, of football really, today. Yeah. Gordon Lee, the former Everton manager and Villa defender, we, we discovered earlier on today, had, had died. That was very sad. I mean, he, he did the job sort of late 70s, early 80s, didn't he? Um, and, yeah, very sad news today. And also uh, Franco Farrell. Franco Farrell. Now, um, now he's known, of course, in world football and and in uh, English foot, British football, um, as the man who took over from Matt Busby at, at Manchester United. Mm. Didn't go particularly well, did it at that time? But as I always try and bring it back to Paul, he was also one of he's also one of Torquay United's greatest ever really? managers. When did he yes. do the job? Nineteen sixty-five. Okay. He uh, he went. Uh, to, he was manager of Weymouth yeah. in the in the what was what is now the National League South, um, and took them to the title. And then he became Torquay United manager and had an immediate effect and got us promotion from Division Four wow. into Division Three and kept us there as well, which is a, a, a rare feat. Fantastic. Um, Before your time, so this is like a for my time, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Also always in the in this sort yeah. of talked about within the history of the clubs as one of the the great managers really got us playing and had some good players and then he left us for Leicester City and I think he went on then somewhere else and then and then to Manchester United mm. and then uh, as it didn't work out I think he went and played uh, was in uh, in, in Iran I think he would, would, would meet the Shah in Iran wow. <laughs> he had a really interesting career after that anyway came back to Torquay United in 1981 oh, wow. uh, as an emergency uh, so that was your vintage do you remember that, that? Along just the, about? not quite not no. quite, I didn't really no. start 
until about 1986. Oh, okay. When we were really bad. That's the time to get in. Um, but he retired at the he, lowest end. So as he, a fan. He, he's one of those players who retired to the Bay, retired yeah. to Torquay, and would often do the half time draw and had a local. Oh, but, you know, a really good manager for us who, who hit heady heights. And when you're Torquay United fan and it's not the highest level, yeah. and you know someone went on to, to be Manchester United manager, it makes you makes you feel like you can achieve things, you know. So, yeah. Franco Farrell, rest yeah, in that, peace. Yeah, that was uh, 10 years today, absolutely. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Here we are, that was this afternoon's show. A lovely show, Paul. Thanks for having me. And um, uh, you'll be back on Thursday. Yeah, see you Thursday, Paul. That's yeah, right, for a birthday, birthday spread. Birthday spread, see if you can just knock it about in the back for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> and then lump one <laughs> up front. about. And Andy Jacobs will be back with me tomorrow, I'm sure, reflecting on uh, the uh, day one of the first test and indeed enjoying live. It's always good to see Andy uh, <laughs> enjoying the cricket in the studio, enjoying the but cricket. We'll be bowling by then, well, Paul. So. We pro- oh, almost certainly will be. So that's all coming up. Do hope you can join us on one. If not, the uh, podcast will be available at around four. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.